Sechtes Baba Kama Davchov. We are going to start the first word on the page, the way we should. Hopefully, we get to three words into Chav Aleph Amr Aleph, so we could, uh, yeah. Bezus Hashem, I'm not here Sunday, and Bezus Hashem, I'm not here next Wednesday. Because I have a chasana, my niece. He wants me to be by the wedding, and Wednesday, my in-laws are making Shabbat brachas, so. Shabbos after is a little bit of an issue, but I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get out of it. No, it's really All right, but hopefully we're gonna be here for Shabbos. Hahu barcha, there was once a barcha. Rashi says a goat. There was once a goat. The chaza lifta apuma dedana. It saw a a snack, a lifta, uh, on top of a barrel. Srich, it climbed it. Slick achlo the lifta, it went to eat the lifta. Vitavri ledana. And on, you know, there was a collateral damage that the barrel did not uh, survive. Chayve Rova al lifto vi adana nezik shalom. He made him pay for the lift and the dana nezik shalom. My time on kivin the orche lemecha lifto because it's normal for him to lifto orche namel siruch lemesalik. Therefore, it's also normal for him to climb it and come down. So even though generally speaking, it's not normal for goats to climb barrels. But if there's food on top of it, it becomes normal, so therefore you have to pay Nesek Shalom, because then it's already Shen slash Regal all in one, and you have to pay Nesek Shalom for that. Oma Ilfo. Behemoth Rabbim. You have an animal walking down the main thoroughfare of the city. Upashta. Upashta Tzavara. And the animal stuck out its neck. And it starts eating off the other animal's back. The other animal's walking with a bunch of celery sticks on its back. And the animal sticks out its neck and starts eating off the back. Chayeves. Because the back of the animal is like the domain of the owner of the animal, and when someone's animal goes and eats off someone else's domain, that's a chatzar and izik, So even though the shen happened in a Rishas Rabbim, so it seems you can have shen can happen in a Rishas Rabbim, and then yichayev nezik shalom, because it ate it off the back of another animal. Says the Gemara, I want to bring a right to this. If a guy is wearing a knapsack, it's thrown over his shoulders, and in that he has a sandwich. Who came along an animal and ate out of the bag? Allah is chayeves. So we have a raya. We see that this nikuda that the person's back becomes a shosanizik, or the things that he's carrying, and therefore, if an animal eats out of it, the have a good raya. Says why not necessarily? It's not such a good raya, even though it's true, because kedam rava you can say like this is like rava said bikayfetes. Rava said regarding a certain situation, talking about where it jumped, tachanami bikayfetes. Here we're also talking about where he jumped. So the Mar says, what, 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 where did Rabbi say this? And how does that answer over here? How does that explain it over here? So top Rashi explains, top line, B'kafet says, She'kavtza v'ochla al-tzavaro, She'ein darko b'kach. V'toldu d'keren hu, V'chayev v'schatzi nezik. We're talking about where the animal did it in a very not normal way. Granted, it's normal for an animal to reach into someone else's bag and start eating. Maybe that's normal. But that the animal should start jumping to be able to get there. Rashi learns literally he's talking about where um, he's standing on his hind legs. In that case, that's not normal, and therefore it's Mishuno. So, best case scenario, you're going to be Chayav Altskaren, Mishchatzi Nezik. 
That's what the Rava said. When did Rava say this? He says, animal walking down the street. If it's going and eating while it's going, it's just like munching off a guy's whatever, then it's potter because it's Shen B'Shosh Rabbim. It stopped and it was eating, then Chayevus. Now, the question is why that is. On that, on my Rav, we're talking about a case where it's not Arche. We're talking about a case where it's Mishuna, it's jumping. An animal shouldn't, it's not normal for the animal to be jumping to be able to eat. And therefore, just like Rav said in that scenario, we're talking about where it jumped. So, to by us, also we're talking about where it jumped, and therefore it's going to be Mishuna, and there's no riot to the halacha. Now, the halacha stays the same, that Ufa holds that if he ate Pashtav at Savar, or Achor, or Chavarat, it's Chayev, even if Shen Bishusarabim, because it's Chatzar Nizik. But we can't apply the case of of the animal eating uh, out of the bag of a person as he's walking. It has to be, um, some kumpasa would not be enough, it has to be ma'achayruf? No, it's just an example. Most people wore that bag. No, I had, a, I had a container on the floor. My container... That's not, that's not abnormal for it to eat from it. No, so then you'd be high, you'd be high on shame, right? No, you'd be potter. It's just rabbin. What? It's shame, it's just rabbin. So why is it... Because that's not normal. Kefetzas. No, we'll say he was wearing Ilfa. Playing Ilfa, right? We're arguing with Ilfa. We're saying at least there's no riot to Ilfa. According to Ilfa, Taka, and Akhara, we'd be Taka, Chayav. We're talking not. We want to bring a riot. Well, it has to be a living being, and therefore that's why it's the Rosh Hashanah. You're splitting hairs. Ilfa Taka holds it be Potter. I'm saying you'd be Chayav because it's a Rosh Hashanah. According to the other case, maybe, yeah, maybe no. There's no riot from there. That's all we're saying. Bari Abzerio. What's the Mizgalgal? Now, there's a big one, Chlikis Rashi, Taisus over here, what Mizgalgal means. Taisus, we can do Taisus, top Taisus. First, he brings out Rashi, Pirshakutas, the Mesapkale, Ibasa Achilo, Aslinon, Vibasa Lakicho. What exactly Mizgalgal is, we'll see in the Gemara in a second. The Shaila is going to be when, when do we go? We go Basa when he ate it or Basa when he took it? What's the case? So, back to the Gemara, before we come back to Taisus, back to the Gemara in a second. Bari Abzerio, Mizgalgal, Mahu. Hey Chidami, going to Kaima Amir B'shus Hayachid. You have a bundle B'shus Hayachid, and we come Mizgalgal V'Asi B'shus Hayachid B'shus Rabbim, and it's rolling to B'shus Rabbim. My what's the halacha? The way Rashi explains, the animal is standing in the B'shus Rabbim. This bundle is rolling down a mountain to head into B'shus Rabbim. The animal is the only reason why it's not, but the animal is eating out of it while it's B'shus Hayachid. Which, if the animal would move away, the animal would end up, the, the bundle would end up in the Rishus Rabbim, and he would be eating from the bundle in the Rishus Rabbim. So it's the animal that's holding back the bundle from being in Rishus Rabbim. The Shaila is, is that considered that he ate a Rishus Rabbim, or he ate a Rishus Because the bundle technically is a Rishus but it's only a Rishus because the animal is eating it, which is holding back the bundle from flowing into the Rishus Rabbim. That's how Rashi went. So look at Tesis, Venerial Ri. Skipping to the last wide line in Taisus, Venera Lurik, going to Kaimah Peris Bishus Hanizik, Umizgalgali Vaasir Lushus Rabbim. The Ilav Shabahema Ma'akvasam Bepiho, Vaachalton Sham, Hoyseful and Nir Bishus Rabbim, Vukumibayole Ichashivi Kumunach Bishus Rabbim, my love. Taisus learns the way I just explained it. Because Rashi doesn't really give any flavor as to what the case is. That's why I wanted to see Taisus. Because Rashi just says, we have a behemoth Rabbim, it's Migal Gelez for us, we should say Yachos Rabbim. What's the Shiloh? Basa Achilah Azlinon, or Basa the Shakla Azlinon Meaning, 
Rashi seems to be learning, and this has a first time explaining Rashi, which is very schwer, that we're talking about the bundle is Takar Shusayachid. The animal went into Shusayachid, took out an apple, walked into the Shusayachid, ate into the Shusayachid. Shen Bishusarabim. Do we say Basar where it ate it? Or do we say Basar where he took it from? That's how Rashi seems to learn the Gemara. And Tesha says that that can't be the Pshat. And that's what we're learning. The Tesha's Pshat is that the animal is holding it back from entering Shusarabim by him standing right where Shusayachim meets Shusarabim. This thing would flow if not for the animal sitting there eating out of it. And therefore the Shadows Basta Lachamai says Mark Tashima. Halfway through the, the, the narrow lines of the page. Tashima, the Tani Rebchio. Rebchio says the following statement. Mashvi, Masoi, I'm sorry. Masoi, Miktsa Soi Bifnim, Umiktsa Soi Bachutz. If you have a bundle and part of it is in the Bifnim and part of it is Bachutz, meaning we're talking about, as the way the Gemara understands it now, we're talking about a guy has a huge bundle of grain, let's say barley, and he ate from that bundle. So part of it is Bifnim, we'll call it, and part of it is Bachutz, or vice versa, however you want to say it. So if, when, it depends what he ate. Now, what does this mean by chutz and bafnim? Seemingly, you can learn it two ways. You can either learn it, if you learn like Rashi, continue Rashi's shot, is he took it and he ate it there. So that's why he's chayv. But he ate it bachutz, he took it from there and he ate it over here and he putter. So he doesn't like that shot. He says, no, the, the, he held the pile back. Right? Let's say he put his foot out to hold the pile back. And then he went and he was eating from the Rosh Hashanah part of it. And there, I have a masoi, which is partially It rested halfway into It just depends on what part of the pile he eats from. The same bundle, if you would eat from the east side of it, he eats from the west side of it, he's potter. That, that's the case. Says the From the chayim side, potter side, the... One second, one second, one second. My love, what does this mean? What does this mean? Mizgal gulva we're talking about, again, such a type of scenario. It could be. Meaning he's eating the whole thing, and we're saying that he ate the part that was in the Rishas HaYachid. We're going to be mechaivim on that. The part that he ate in Rishas HaYachid, he's going to be potter. says, It just means literally. The part that was in the Rishas HaYachid, he's going for, and the part that was just Rishas HaYachid, for. Why are you talking about where he ate it in a funny way? Wherever he was, he ate it. The part that's, meaning, if you have a half a bundle in Rishas HaYachid, half a bundle in Rishas Half that bundle, if you eat, you're going to be chayev. Half that bundle, if you can eat, you're going to be potter. Simple. It doesn't have anything to do with Burma's galgal. It doesn't have anything to do with a, a masyam's galgal. You're making it into something that's not. Or, all we're talking about, wicks of aspasta. Now, wicks is just a way of saying something that's very long. So he has aspasta. And he has the very long, narrow strands. And he eats it. The part that he's eating is maybe Rishas Rabim, But the end of it... Is there a shesayachet still? That case we're talking about. So if he eats b'fnim, if he eats b'fnim, shesayachet is going to be chayev. The part of that same aspasta, meaning that same aspasta, depending on what part of it you eat, is going to be either mechayev you or part of you, depending on your situation. Yes. What? I think I kind of got it. Why is it every case of shame where an animal eats in someone else's property a kineva? It's not as if it's kineva. Right. My, my money can't steal. I could steal. Yeah. We, we, we talk about it in, the, in the Chumash, right? Uh, the ray of Avram would muzzle their animals so they would not eat in someone else's field as opposed to the ray of life would. Right. Oh, he, oh, he brought his animals to eat there? Uh, again, I'm... 
I'm not, I, would be, I would be a mazik, not a, not a goslin. If my animal eats your potatoes in your backyard, I'm not a goslin. I'm a mazik. It's a different word. Um, my mummonist can't steal from you. I could steal from you. Why Rashi uses the Lush in, 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 in Parashat Does he use Lush in Gzela? I think he does. I think that's a solid error. I don't know. That's a good solid. That's a, very good. I don't know. What? It could be according to one of the Shittas. Hezek is Geneva, yeah. No, the, the grain itself is 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 chetzi b'fnim chetzi And now, if he starts eating from the cars at Sinner Shesarabim, and he finishes the whole thing, sure, if he pulls it in, that's fine. Yeah. If he started on the other side, even if he ate the Shesarabim part, Zok the Gemara Roshet in the Mishnah Achlok Sos, if the animal ate. A shirt, that's not normal. That would be Karen. So he pays Chatsi Nezik. Right? If you look back at the Mishnah, if you don't mind, I'm not if you test the The Mishnah says, just re- read the first couple of lines just to see the flow of the Mishnah, which the Gemara is going to discuss now. Ketzar Hashem Mu'edas Lachalas Aroyla. Or Ketzar Hashem Mu'edas Lachalas Aroyla. We saw the different Mahalchem yesterday in the Gemara. So, Habehemu Mu'edas Lachal Perez Yurakis. An animal usually eats fruits and vegetables. What's that on the Mishuno? On Karen? Karen doesn't have Gemino? No, that can't be. So, what's that by So, the one trying to figure out how you read, read the Mishnah. How do you set up the, the wording in the Mishnah? Says the Ahai. What case is this going on? This will be Potter. Oh my Rav, Akulu. Rav says, why not? It's going on everything the Mishnah set up until that point. Meaning, my timer. Why, why would you be exempt if you ate a shirt in Rishus Rabbim? Or why would you be, why would you be, this that the Mishnah says in Rishus Rabbim, your is going on everything. Not, uh, even on, for you, you eat a shirt. An animal shouldn't be eating a shirt. It's not normal. So, he should have to pay Chatzin. The answer is no, because it's weird. Why? Oh my Rav, Akulu, my timer. It's a very important halacha in Hilchas Chayish Mishvat. Call Hamishana Ubaach Avishinu Boy Potter. If you do something out of the ordinary, and I do something out of the ordinary on top of your out of the ordinary, you can't be mechayev me. If you take your shirt and you put it down in the middle of the street, that's weird. So if my animal comes and eats your shirt, my animal is weird, but you started the weird sugyu. You can't charge me money for it. So call Hamishana Ubaach Avishinu Boy Potter. So therefore, you're not chayev. Even Chatzinezek on Achilas Ksus if it's a Rishus Rabbim. Mishmulama, no. That, that's not how you read the Mishnah. Loishan no Perez Yerakos. The exemption in Rishus Rabbim is only Perez Yerakos. Avok Ksus, a Kalim Chayavas. If it's Mishunah, because it's Karen, of course it's going to be Chayav. There's no such thing. V'chein Omar Rishlakish. Just like we had a Machlekis Rav and Shmuel. In Bavel, this same Machlekis played out in Eretz Yisrael. V'chein Omar Rishlakish, Akulu. It's going on everything. And this fits something well with something else that said. Rishlakish said, if you have shtei parts, which is the rabbim, you have two cats, which is the rabbim. One is crouching and doing something that's weird. Revutza is a problem. It's not normal for an animal to just crouch and sit on the floor in the middle of the rabbim. And the other one is minding its own business. It's walking down the street. 
if the animal that's walking down the street, seeing the other animal on the way, gives it a shtoys, like only a shark could do, pturo, he's exempt. Why? It's Karen. We'll get back to that. Revutza, but malachas, but if it's the other way around, if it's the sitting animal that kicks the walking animal, chayevet. Why? Oh, says Rosh I'll tell you why. Because it's Mishana Ba Ubach, Ubach of therefore it's Pater. Hey, yes, that animal is weird for sitting in the, in the street. So if my animal does something weird and kicks it, you can't be Mechaev me. Because he started the weird sugya, I'm just, I'm just following through on the weird sugya. But if he kicks me, that didn't give him a right to kick me. Of course, he's Chayev, he's a Mazik, he has to, he has to pay. But Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yechon says no. Oh, he argues, he learns like Shmuel, like Shana, like Perez, Only by Perez and Yerokas are you Chayev. Are you part of Shusar Rabbim? I'm sorry. You'd be chayav in Shusar Rabbim because it's Mishonam. It says my lame Rabbi Yechon unless they do Rishlokish. Does Rishlokish does Rabbi not hold the sheet of Rishlokish regarding these two animals, one crouching and one walking? It says my no. I feel we stayed parois. Loi. I read that wrong. Lame Rabbi Yechon unless they do Rishlokish. I feel we stayed parois. It says my loi. Loilam islay. No, maybe he agrees with Rishlokish regarding the two animals. But yet, when it comes to the garment on the street, he finds that mudna to the point where you can't charge. Why? Because It's normal sometimes for a person to take off a shirt, he just wants to cool off, and he sets it down on the street. That's not so out of the ordinary. Again, I'm not saying it's normal, but it's not so out of the ordinary. Therefore, your animal shouldn't be eating the shirt. But it's so not normal for an animal to crouch down in the middle of the street. I would have said, that's my bias, would have been if I cared. But that's the thing where it says, the animal to sit, just sit down in the middle of the street, I'm not walking anymore, that's not normal already. And therefore, if he chaps his dice, it was coming to him, and the other person is not going to be obligated to play. And now we get into a sugya that's going to take us to daf to get some clarity on. It's called Mashanehenes. We saw in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that even though maybe if I eat Bishas my animal eats Bishas Rabbim, I'm potter because Shem Bishas is potter, but I still have to pay Mash and Hennis. Meaning, I just benefited. This, I don't have to give my animal supper tonight. Supper for this animal cost me every night $30. So uh, even though he ate $900 worth of steak, $30 I definitely have to give because that I benefited from. Meaning, he's Mishalemis Mash and Hennis. I still have to pay what I benefited, which is going to lead the into a very interesting conversation. Vikamo, so how much do you have to pay? So, Rabbi Omar Dmei Amir, you have to pay a bundle of food that you would give it to eat, usually. That's Dmei Amir. What? Bran, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's straw, really, yeah. It's really straw. But it's, it's the cheapest food that you can get away with giving your animal. That's what you have to pay. Yeah, even with Shisra Rabbi. Shisra Yachid, you have to pay the full damage. Shisra Yachid, Shen pays the full damage. It's just a rabbim. I don't pay the damage, but I have to still give you what I benefited. Right, but I still have to pay you, Mashin Hanis. What I benefited, I still have to pay you. So, so how much do you have to pay? Rabbi says, Dmei Amir. Rava, Amar Dmei Sa'irim Bezo. You have to pay the cheapest barley, which means you can't give him the, the cheapest food. It has to be the more expensive food, but the more expensive food, not the most expensive food, the more expensive food, but the most expensive food, at the cheapest rate it would be sold. The Hainu, because... Of course I would give my animal Amir. But if I can get Sa'urim at a two-thirds discount, I would give my animal Sa'urim. It's like putting in super instead of, you know, regular. If I could get away with getting, charging, you know, that it should be 
at a steep discount, I would put a super into my car. It's just it's not at a steep discount. So you, if you have demei sa'irin bezoil, then that's the amount you have to pay. So my chalikus of how much has to be paid. We have a price that appears to, uh, to agree with each one of the opinions. That's very clear like Rabbo. We assess how much would you give your animal to eat something that's animal food, even though it would be a delicacy, it wouldn't be something you would usually give. Therefore, if it eats something that's not healthy for the animal, if the animal ends up eating a food that's not healthy for it, you're talking about you're not going to pay because I didn't benefit. The fact that you gave my, my cow drink up your bottle of Pepto-Bismol, I'm not paying you for that. Even my shenanigans, because I don't have any I know. It's not good for my animal to have it, I, I assume. And therefore, I don't have to pay for that. There's a big discussion in the Paiskim, and the Nachos David, what happens if my animal overeats? My animal needs to eat one pound of food. He ate 30 pounds of food, and now he's sick. So do I, do I have to pay you for one pound? Because before he got to pound number two, three, four, five, six, he got to pound number one, and then at that point he was full, so I have to pay. Or it's since he ended up eating 30 pounds, and my animal got sick, this Kumar says that if my animal is something that's detrimental to the animal, does that have to be something that's inherently detrimental, or the amount that you consume is also detrimental, would also be chayv, to bring my chalik yisach reinu. Remember now he was meat, my animal was damaged by it. Right, right. That, would, that, yeah, that, nah, mm. 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 Uh, no, I, I don't think that's, yeah. All right, still a Hall of Fame career. So, this leads us into a fascinating conversation. Here's the conversation: squatting. If you don't take a loss and I benefit, do I owe you money? Your house was empty anyways. You live in New York, so it's Florida. You only come down from November to May. Why do you care that I lived there in June and July? You, don't, you weren't planning there anyways. And it's not shot you were planning on renting it out. And it's not shot that I damaged your house. Do I owe you or do I not owe you? Maybe you owe me. What? Because by living in it, you help maintain it. Yeah, so that, that, that's the mahalach we're not going to discuss tonight. We're going to go with the pasha. It's simple. The guy really would have to pay $130 a night for a room or whatever it is, $100 to rent a house for the night. And instead, the guy is living in your house for free. So, mashinahenis or not? Do we pay? This leads you on to a two-daf conversation about when you don't have a loss and I have a benefit, do I have to pay you for the benefit that I have or not? Very interesting conversation. Says the Gemara. Amalei Rav Chizda l'Rabim Bachama. Rav Chizda says to Rav Bachama, "Like Havis Gabamba or Tibetchuma, it's a shud you weren't in town last night, within the Tchum, because the Ibaylon Milima Yaisa. We had a fascinating conversation, and therefore you would have you would have really loved that Hakarai. It was it was a great back and forth. We were handling a sugya. Amalei My Milima Yaisa. What what did I miss? Amalei, we told he told them Hadar B'Chatzar Chaveroi Shulei Midaite. A guy that lives in someone else's house. Without the guy's consent. Or does he have to pay rent or does he not have to pay rent? Hey, Chadami. He says, what's the case? Give me, give me the details. I need, I need full details over here. If we're talking about that this is not a rental property, right? So the guy doesn't usually make money over this property. And the guy that stayed here 
doesn't really need to stay there because he has a house in the neighborhood. He has a house in the neighborhood. He has plenty of places he could have stayed. He has friends, he has cousins, he has his own house. Why did he stay in your house? So whatever, whatever the reasons are going to be, he stayed in your house. So there it's Pashat Zenehen of Zalei Chaser. There's no question you have to pay him. You lost nothing. I gained nothing because I have a house in the neighborhood I could stay in. Therefore, you for sure can't charge me in that case. You hear this? You hear this? American lawyers would never fly. You are not planning on renting it out. It's an empty house. I don't have to rent it out because I have other houses. So if I stay in your house, you cannot charge me. That's Pashat. Zenehenem, Zalei Chaser. I benefited. You lost nothing. You cannot charge me. A mazik is a mazik. The house is not going to be worthless. Do it. The house is exactly the same. A guy, a guy damages something, he damages it. That's something else. He doesn't damage anything. The house is exactly the way he left it. No, he has to pay the damage. Okay. That's, that's number one. Ella, that can't be the case. Ella, we're talking about the This guy usually does rent out his house for the night. And now that there's a guy there, he can't rent it out. Even though maybe he doesn't have a, a rental lined up. But when people see that it's occupied, they're not calling to rent it for the night. So the fact that when a guy rents it, and this guy happens to be looking for a place to rent, so it's pushes and then for sure there has to be a payment. That's no question. I usually rent out. You usually would pay rent, so pay. The case is going to be the guy is not planning on renting out his house. And this guy is looking for a place to rent. In the meantime, he ended up squatting in the house. My, Mati Amalei. Maybe he should be able to tell the guy, My Chesartach. What did you lose? You lost anything? What's your problem? Oi Dilma Mati Amalei. Or maybe the guy, the owner of the house, could say, Hoi Yishanis. You benefited. You were planning on renting a house. So, you rented it from me. I wasn't planning on renting it out, but you benefited that you saved yourself 103 bucks and you were going to pay for Marriott. So, pay me that 103 bucks. Why not? Now, the Gemara does not discuss the case. What happens the other way? Please just discuss in that case. What happens the other way? This guy was not planning on renting out. And this guy was planning on renting out. In that case, what happens then? Does he have to pay or not? You can't ask me for what I benefited, because I didn't benefit anything. I could have stayed in my own house. Are you lost? So this says, what happens in that case? So this is that question. We're not going to get into that. But we're handling specifically the case. Remember, our case is talking about in a case where the house is not up for rent. But this guy is looking for a place to rent. Now, he's squatting. Does he have to pay or not? So this was the shower that we had. And so, Shad, you weren't in Yeshiva last night. You would have lost this conversation. I really don't know what the conversation is. I think it's a refresh of Mishnah. Really? Which Mishnah? Not so quick. I'm not just giving out Mishnahs like that. When you work for me, I'll tell you which Mishnah it is. So, Shaka Sudre, Karakle, he folded his towels for him or whatever it was. He hung up his jacket for him. And he told him, okay, so which mission is it? Amalei, what do you mean? It's a public comment of your test. Amalei, Ibn Anas, which is Russian Anas. If you benefit, you pay for what you benefited. If the animal eats, and now you saved yourself a lunch, so you have to pay that. So you benefited, so you have to pay. I'm going to unfold that talus for sure. <laughs> so what's the shot, Nut? Do you tell me what's the shot, Nut? What's the shot, It's more than that. If you want to be macabre for me, you have, to, you have to put in sweat also. Skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. You, if otherwise I tell you something, you're like, if you put in, put in something, you're going to be much more willing to accept it as a Rebbe Talmud having a conversation. But anyways. Of course he was Dana. He was, he's looking for places. He's, 
He's looking to pay pay to play for. Oh, he's a oh, he's a payer. He's oh. a payer. Yeah. So therefore, on my Rava, Rava says, "Wow, he got away cheap." God must love him because nobody called him out on his bad sushto. I mean, he was a terrible sushto, but nobody picked up on it. Because even though it's not such a good sushto to the Mishnah, the guy was willing to accept it. Why? What's the difference? Our Mishnah is the The guy lost his, his Brussels sprouts that that cow ate. So you're telling to a zen ahead of zeh to a zen of Seems like such a basic question. But you didn't ask it. Says the Gemara, "V'ro'im b'chama." So what's what's shot? Let's talk about shot in the two still. Says the Gemara, "Stam peris b'shusar rabim afkurim afkulam." If you leave your things out out on the street, that has the status of afkur. So Elamai, it's a zeh lechaser. It muzayin, it's a zeh lechaser. Oh, that's a, it's a good turret, huh? It's a basic turret, it's a basic hasher. Not that it means you already lost it before it was eaten. Ke'ilu, right. Correct. Correct. So then why do you have to pay him at all? So it uh, doesn't mean hefker, doesn't mean literally hefker. Look at Tesis, the second Tesis. Loyal gamri. Doesn't mean literally hefker. The MK and Lafilo Mashanis, I'm sure. Elmas Yayish Mehem. Tesis says, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a second, a second cousin of hefker. The fact that you put it there, it's ki'ilu, like you, you don't care about it. But obviously, you, it's yours. Says the Gemara. So now, we, we had a raya, maybe it's not a good raya, maybe it is a good raya. The Gemara's going to try to attempt, maybe to re-go um, re- through what they went through that night in Mismerish to give the raya from Shas. Tanan. Hamakim chaveri mishol A guy has a piece of property, and the guy on his left side of his property... And the guy on the right side of his property and the guy on the front of his property happen to all be the same person. Meaning, he's surrounded on three sides by the same neighbor. Rashi gives you a picture if you want to see. Stay Shimon and Stay Ruvain goes in a U-shape. Not a great picture, but you got the point, right? So Rashi made it very... I don't know if Rashi made the picture, so I'm not going to say anything. But really, the picture could be like where a guy just has a little square in a huge field... That, you know, you can make a much better picture than that, but the point is the same. So, this guy went ahead and he put up gates. Reuven did. On three sides of his property, he put up gates. Now, on the inside and on the outside. You see there's gates between him and Shimon, and between Reuven and whoever's on the outside of him. We can't ask Shimon to chip in for the, for the, for the field, for the, for the fence. I didn't ask for a fence, so I'm not, I'm not paying for it. But it sounds like, but for the fourth wall, meaning if Shimon also was surrounded on the fourth side by Ruvain, then we would ask him to chip in. This is a Zenahana, and this is a Zelechaser. Shimon benefits. He benefits because now his whole field is totally surrounded. The reason why it's only three sides is because Lamai said one side is still open. So what do I really benefit? So you can't charge me for it. But if you encircle me on all four sides, you block me in to the point where I'm protecting all four sides. So it's a Zanana. And Vizelechaser, Shimon didn't lose anything. Shimon anyways wanted a chutz around his field. So we see, in that case, with Tzimi Chayev. So you see Zanana, Zelechaser, Chayev, says, Shani Shimon says, listen, the only reason I have to have, I mean, Reuven says to Shimon, 
The reason I have to have that false side covered is because of you. So you're the problem. You're the one that caused me to have that. If you wouldn't be here, I would have no issues whatsoever. It's because your sada is situated right in the middle of my sada. That's why I need it. Then therefore, I make you chip in. But on that mission, Baba Master continues. I'm Rabbi Yossi. If Shimon puts up that fourth wall, then Megal can love us. And I say, ah, so you really like fences. Okay, so Mexico should pay for it. So now you pay for everything. Very good. Sataimo or Canada. I don't know, whoever, whoever. Taimo, the gutter, Nikkeif. It's only because he put up that fourth wall. Oh, Makif. But if the Shimon guy put up that fourth wall, if the Reuven guy put up that fourth wall, Potter, Shmami knows Zen, hand of Zelle, Chaser, Potter, because every, Shimon's benefiting, but I mean, but yeah, but Reuven is not losing anything because Reuven, anyways, wants that. He said, listen, for me, I would put up a chain link fence or whatever. I would put up uh, the cheapest, the cheapest uh, barrier. You want to put up this fancy fence? I'm sorry. I'll give you a dollar for every square foot instead of instead of the, the thirty dollars that you paid per square foot, and, and that's it. Toshima, the mission says about You have a, a first floor and a second floor, so one person lives on the ground level, and the other person lives on the second story. So Shnayim Shnaflu and it fell down and whatever reason it fell down. So I'm a balalila So the upstairs guy says to the downstairs guy, when he's starting to build, you know, I need a place to live. I can only build my second floor once you build your first floor. And the first floor guy says, uh, "We're in right, sir. He's like, ah, right now I'm not ready to build a new house. Sorry, balo yoyne boy bias. The first, the second floor guy is allowed to build a house on the first floor, on the first floor, on the ground level. Viyoshivba, and he could just sit there. Till the guy pays him and says, What are you doing in my house? The first floor is mine. Oh, you want it? Okay, so give me the money and then I'll put my second floor up. So he can sit there and do it. It sounds like only he's obligated to pay the expenses. But rent for the interim. He also, not only did he, you know, not only did it cost him the house, but it sounds like he doesn't have to charge, he, he can't charge him the rent. If you're not planning on putting up a property, a house, not anyways on this property, so why can't I live in this property? The answer is, you see, Zen and it's like a passer. Your house is shubit to my upstairs. So therefore, of course, I, 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 I get to live here for free. You're not allowing me to build my upstairs. If you would build your downstairs, I'm not living. Just, I'm not interested in living on the ground floor. I want the top floor. You're not doing it, so I have to do what I have to do. But therefore, it's not a... If you live in somebody else's property, you have to pay. It's pretty clear. It's because the walls get blackened. Because of the usage, therefore, you would have to pay. So what's the Maisa? We're not sure yet, so we're going to do it as follows. They ask Reb Ami, what do you do? Amar, v'chima asaloi. What did he do to him? What did he damage him? What, what, what's he missing? Therefore, he held, nothing needs to be paid. I need to think about it. So they sent him again a couple days later. Why do they keep harassing me? If I would have a response, I would send a response. I don't have a response. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm stupid what the Allah should be. So we have a machlik, we have here a machlik is what Rabbi Yechanan held. 
Rav Kahana said that he doesn't have to pay. Rav Avohu said he doesn't have to pay. Now the truth is, Amr Rav Papa, Hod Rav Avohu, La Beferish Itmar, Elu Bechlola Itmar. It's not that he heard it clearly from Rav Yechonon. He just deduced it from something that happened with Rav Yechonon. That deduction we'll have to do tomorrow by Ezra Hashem Yisbarach. I thought we were going to get to the top, but we're a couple lines short. We'll stop here.